It's always soccer in Philadelphia on a muggy and humid Friday afternoon, and it's a special uh, 50th episode of the podcast, so I figured we had to get a special guest uh, on the podcast, so I reached out to him, I sent him an email, I said, hey, Sebastian Latou, do you want to come in and do the podcast with us? And he said, yeah, why the hell not? So here he is sitting right across from me, the first member of uh, the Philadelphia Union is it the Ring of Honor? Is that what we're calling it? The Ring of Honor? I think it is, yeah. The Ring of Honor. So Sebastian is here. Uh, thank you very much for coming in, man. Yeah, uh, thanks, Kev. Thanks for having me. Happy yeah. to be here for the FIPS. For sure, for sure. And, you know, I, the, kind of the thinking was, uh, you know, I felt bad that I wasn't able to make it down there um, for the, the press conference when you did the ceremonial contract um, and the one-day thing. Um, so, But I felt like that was only kind of... Uh, surface level and didn't get into a whole a whole lot of in-depth stuff during your playing days here so I figured I would bring you in here and ask you a bunch of that stuff um but first off the the press conference itself um you know it seemed like it was a very emotional moment for you you know and you were holding back tears at, at you know at some points there and it, and it meant it really meant a lot to you so looking back on that now what was that whole that whole experience like signing that contract uh, I mean yeah I was not really expecting to uh to kind of cry and have tears coming to my eyes I was fine before but just you know being seen in front of all the people i knew you know i worked with for uh, many of years and some of the players were here too kind of like uh watching me was uh, was yeah it was a bit hard to kind of like uh kind of say a bit goodbye and uh, mm -hmm. you know know that yeah now i'm uh, i'm done and retiring as a union player really was uh close to to my heart we really, and my career so you know i was uh you know happy but in a bit sad too because i know uh, i will not be able to play anymore uh, in front of the fans did you did you always know that you wanted to retire as a union player or what uh, when did you start giving that thought uh i mean i was you know uh, i came to the last game last year you know for uh, brian carroll's you know last game mm -hmm. i wanted to be here to uh you know i play many years with him and he's a very good guy so i um i wanted to kind of like be here and you know congratulate him on a, an amazing career so mm -hmm. when i came to the game and i was you know in a stadium i i kind of really have a, a feeling in my heart that it's really where i wanted to be and uh, where i wanted to finish my career so um you know i tried with my agent to kind of come back and sign back with the union but uh, unfortunately it didn't happen and uh, after, yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty much where uh, I, I feel I'll belong. You know, it's uh, the team I never really uh, left uh, inside in my heart when I I played for uh, for the union. So finishing up as a as a union player was a, a good meaning for me for sure. Retirement specifically, um, you were at DC United in 2017. Went there as a as a free agent, correct? Yes. Um, I mean, at what point did you? just consider retirement in general? I mean, did you think of, of trying to keep playing or maybe play at a, a lower division or NASL or USL or anything like that? Or when, when did you know the moment was right to, to hang it up? No, I think it's, uh, you know, many things. I, you know, I got traded a few times in my career. Um, and especially the second time when I got traded to Colorado, like my uh, my wife, you know, stayed living in Philadelphia. We always uh, kept our house in Philadelphia. And uh, uh, going back close to, uh, to feeling D.C., I thought it was going to be a, be good but uh it was you know still hard you know to not be uh close uh you know with my wife and uh after i just decided that uh i just i would like to continue to play and the only team i want to play for it's uh, philadelphia union mm -hmm. there's no other team i was thinking of going or playing for so uh i you know wait for a long time to get my answer from uh, from the team if uh, they wanted me back or not and uh, unfortunately they say no and you know i just kind of decided that uh, i guess it's time for me to stop because like I said, my heart is here. I don't really want to play for any other team. So for sure, for that's sure, that's why I stopped. Um, 
you know, I wanted to take the time to sort of go, I felt like the best way to do this was just sort of to go maybe year by year, season by season and, and touch on some of the main points some of the stuff that I remember specifically. Um, cause I started halfway through 2010. So I feel like I was kind of matched up with your union career, you know, cause, cause, uh, 2010, 2011, 13, 14, 15, 16. And then I kind of left the same time as you left. So I felt like I saw a lot of your, your career very, um, very up close and personal. And I remember a lot of things very specifically about it. Um, but before 2010, just going back to your Seattle days, um, you know, the couple of years before you came to the union, what do you remember most about, about playing in Seattle and being a part of that franchise? I mean, it was a, it was a great new beginning for me pretty much you know, to go to Seattle because uh, nobody knew who I was. Um, I just kind of like really enjoy playing soccer as a professional and, uh, you know, not speaking the language very well at the beginning and, you know, try to discovering um, a new city, a new, a new country, um, a new team, new coach. It was uh, it was just great for me to kind of like have a have a restart in my career, and uh, I really enjoy every every moment of it. Being in USL was uh, was great. I, you know, play with a uh, lots of uh, great guys, uh, great teammates, and uh, it was just yeah, it was just very fun, and uh, I think it really helped me to uh, to kind of like uh, relove what I you know. I meant to to do and when I was a kid so it was a it was that's great when you figured out that this is definitely this is what you're gonna do this is what you want to do yeah I mean uh, I I knew I wanted to be a soccer player uh, you know when I was uh, very young mm -hmm. but um, when you know, I'd I be professional in France and it was not very easy you know my first uh, you know two years of professional in France I got injured and I didn't play a lot so mm -hmm. you know you, you get doubt in your in your mind so coming here I kind of like took it as a as a new uh, new start for me and mm -hmm. I just you know rediscover having fun playing the game I love and it was just weird but uh, it really helped me and in the same time I, I really enjoy you know the life in America I didn't know what to expect for uh, you know a young Frenchman and uh, it was just uh, it was just great I just loved it I loved everything about it people were very nice and uh, I don't know I just uh, keep surfing on a, on a good positive way with everything and it worked well for me so then 2010 comes along the expansion draft um, you're left unprotected uh, you're going to a, a brand new team for the first year. There was a lot of excitement around the union that year. I mean, what was that that like? That whole process with the expansion draft and coming in and being one of the the first ten people to be a part of this roster and just starting that whole season off. I don't know. It was it was a weird bit, you know, like uh, like you said, being from an expansion team. You know, you you know got a call saying that you got picked, and you know from that it goes so fast. You know, you, you come here, you you meet all the new guys who, who got picked too. Was and, that uh, like a was that like a foreign concept for you? Because it's not like a European yeah, thing. I it's mean, not I like mean, they have new teams that they just like, okay, you're going to take 10 players from uh, PSG and Lorient and, and Mets or whatever. You know, it's like that, you know, the teams are the teams for the most part. Yeah, it was, you know, it's kind of uh, weird for sure for, for me as a, as a new concept, but, you know, I saw it happening in different teams before, but you never know when it happened to yourself. Uh, yeah. What is it? So, yeah. no, it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was fun too. And uh, I just, yeah, it was the same kind of like rediscovering a, a new city as Philadelphia and, uh, like the new fan base and you know all mm -hmm. my new teammates it was a it was it was great i really enjoyed it too and uh and i feel you know very very uh at home you know like uh when i came here i i love seattle and i really uh enjoy my time there but uh, philadelphia felt uh you know very good uh, right away so mm -hmm. it was uh, it was nice for me that season um 14 goals 11 assists um an all-star uh season for you first all-star in in franchise history um that 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 season i don't think anybody i mean at least for us externally i don't think anybody really had any expectations because we're watching a first year team and we're like well I don't, nobody knows what the hell to expect you know they could be good they could be not not good the stadium wasn't built 
you know, you played two at, at Lincoln Financial Field. You had the hat trick. Uh, but I wanted, I, I think like what, like eight of 10 were on the road that year to start off the season. What was, so, I mean, like internally, what were you guys thinking during that time and what, what were the expectations for that expansion team and what did you think you could do and what did you want to do? I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was hard because, like you say, we don't have a stadium. Uh, we play a lot of game away, and even when we were at home, you know, to uh, to train, we didn't have any training facilities. We had uh, kind of pretty much nothing. We were kind of like bouncing around to different fields around Philadelphia, and you know, I remember even sometime in uh, in the summertime we got kicked out by a. Uh, by a camp of uh, young people who had like the field and we cannot practice so it was was this uh, it was this at chester park it was yeah it was at chester park so it was kind of weird you know it's kind of like okay we are a professional team but you know we are not here yet so uh so yeah it, it was hard to kind of like really be able to you know progress as a team and focus together because we are you know one day we are at the health place another day we are uh, most of the time you know at the stadium which uh you know when it got built which was you know in uh, in july uh yeah. He started so all the beginning of the season was uh, was hard to always be on the road and you know knowing that none of us like we are living here and you know you try to find a house <laughs> and you try you know people yeah. are moving their families so yeah um yeah, yeah you're we, trying to get settled down and then the t in the city itself but then you're on the road the whole time anyway with the exactly team, so, yeah. yeah i think you know as a, all the team you know all the people working for the team uh, you know did a very good job to try to help us but i don't think we had as much help as maybe all the new team now coming to the league has you know and uh he think it was um, yeah, a bit harder to uh, try to build the team right away and uh, kind of feel comfortable and feel at home, you know, I think for lots of, uh, of guys. So I think that's why yeah, we didn't maybe starting very well because after I think when the stadium were here, we kind of like compete better. And I think we have a good chemistry with, uh, with the guys and with the team. So, and we saw it, you know, the, the second year, you know, as a second year with a, with a great year and uh, everybody like, you know, was ready and, uh, you know compete pretty well so it was yeah it was just uh, hard i think to not have everything you know ready for us even if the team was here you know to uh, yeah. to work you know so the best we can to really like build uh, build the team on the field that year um i seem to remember <clears throat> peter would use you occasionally up top with ollie moreno but i think he played you a bit on the wing too when danny and, and ollie were up top is it is that right do i have that right yeah no it's hard yeah i mean the what i love about playing with ali and uh, and danny we uh we had a good understanding between the three of us like even if most of the time i was always coming back defensively on the on the right wing you know uh but uh i was pretty free you know and they were smart enough as a very good player to know that okay if uh, i make a run you know in the back of the defense but i kind of pass in front of them they were coming back for me you know and and you know they were not selfish at all and i was not selfish too and i think we we work well together that's why like uh, i could make those runs and they were always like danny or ali was a uh, you know, good uh, to recognize this and, you know, take my position for, you know, a few minutes and well, after yeah, I was coming back. Yeah, know, and so. you know, probably the best example of that too is that second DC goal, I remember where Ali, it's, it's sort of a counterattack and he's holding the ball up in the corner and he hits that, you know, he he shields the guy off and he clips that like long diagonal mm -hmm. already where he hit it in stride, but... You know, he, you know, obviously he didn't score a ton of goals or do a lot of stat sheet stuff that year. Well, he did have seven assists, I guess, you know, yeah, I feel I mean, like that was a big part I, of it. I love to play with him in, uh, like, like you say, he's, you know, he was a very smart player, you know, uh, his quality. And I think he, he knew mine too. And, uh, I think we, we work well together. He, uh, I love to play with him. He was a, a great kind of like, uh, anchor for me to run around him and he was smart with his touch and, you know, he has a good vision. So. I, uh, I always love to play with two forward and a guy who can I can always play off it because I always like to make runs so 
yeah, it was a good chemistry. And after when Danny came on, you know, it was good for me because, you know, we, uh, we can play a little bit differently and it was uh, good to have Ali and myself. So we have more, uh, more power offensively. So, but I think the three of us all together, somehow with Fred on the left, it was, uh, it was just good yeah. that we always, uh, kind of like run of each other and, uh, we knew exactly, okay, in which position you finish uh, the action, you can, uh, you can defend where you are and you don't have to mm. make a sprint, uh, for me, especially like 50 yards, <laughs> knowing that, uh, <laughs> You know, Danny or Ali were right in the zone to help me. So yeah. it was nice. Yeah, it was nice to to have this uh, good chemistry together. So then 2011 comes around. You know, there's a lot of excitement for the team. And people are just sort of like, whatever, it's an ex expansion team. You know, we don't really expect much. But, um, you know, there's a lot of hype for that 2011 season. There's a lot of buzz. Um, you know, the Sixers weren't doing great at that time. You know, I, I, I feel like the union was just as popular maybe at that point. And a lot of people were really into it, you know. It was, and it was still fresh and new and people were, you know, it was something different. Um, 2011 starts, the defense comes out playing really well. You didn't score for a long time from the run of play, but you hit a couple penalties. And um, I think you had a bunch of assists in that early part of the year. Um, but Peter never took you off the field. Um, and you were a consistent starter no matter what. So what was it like? Uh, in the in the first half of that 2011 season, going through the scoring slump um, and just trying to fight through that and, and what the expectations were like and what was different for you guys that second year? I mean, you know, for me, like second year was a bit different because first we, I think, get uh, more, you know, quality player with more experience who can mm -hmm. really, you know, help the team. And it was not just maybe 10 or 11 or 12 players who play all the time because we had a very young roster. So uh, I think um, it was good to kind of like get more players to, you know, be more competitive uh, week in week out and uh, after you know for me and uh, not scoring a lot at the beginning was not really my my focus because I think uh, I tried to take it uh, as a leader knowing that you know I got a great first season and uh, I wanted to make sure my first priority is that we had a winning team and yeah. Uh, yeah. if I'm on the field the team win they score great I don't great too you know we win it's the most important for me and uh, I think that's what uh, that's what happened we had a, a great record on the way I know I was like uh, really playing you know lots of uh, lots of game even if i was not scoring as much but i've you know some assist and uh, everything but um it happens that uh, i think we had like um, some injury you know in front or something like this happened and uh, i had a little talk with uh with uh, peter you know novak and uh, we just kind of like i tell him listen you know i i want to play forward you know because we kind of play in a different formation with one forward you know with like a number 10 you know roger you know torres play sometimes yeah, and uh, yeah. justin map sometimes play or uh, well, michael farfan so it was a it was a different system a little bit yeah. but uh playing as a all lone forward was i li liked it too you know mm. and uh, knowing that you know have guys behind me you can always premise the ball in the space and it's what happened i got a, a great run at the end he just started me as a center forward and you know i think i got nine goals in the last uh, 11 games or some stuff yeah. like that so. well i think the change I mean, I mean correct me if i'm wrong but I, I remember you guys opened up that season and that was brian carroll's first first year with the team 2011 yeah. and i want to say it was kind of like that empty bucket looking thing where i think him and stefani were kind of playing next to each other like double holding midfielders yes. but i think you and carlos ruiz were both playing up top is that yeah right? like, because we, i think we start as a 4-4-2 and after mm -hmm. we move uh, to a 3-5-2 to a 4-3-3 three, three. so we we did a lot of uh, different system even like the things the playoff game against houston at home was a totally oh, different system yeah, which yeah. Uh, which, which was bit, which was much chronicled and much talked about yeah you know? so i mean the, uh you know we try different things but uh like i always play as a forward in the team as a 4-4-2 but I think with a pa different player we had, uh, maybe the 4-3-3 three, three, like, worked well for us. 
and uh, and yeah, kind of like find my stride at the end to really uh, be a forward was you know kind of like what I wanted, and you know I show that uh, yeah, even if I'm by myself, I can uh, still score goals, and um, I was happy to do it. But I was happy to always play uh, you know as a wide midfielder. Uh, when we are winning, it was the most moment, but I, at the time where it kind of moved me forward, it's where we are like not really winning as much. And uh, we went like kind of like in a good run at the end to uh, to get like as a third spot in a, in a playoff. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, you know, obviously Carlos Ruiz left about, well, not halfway, but like a couple months into the season. But then when Velco came in, um, you know, he came, he sort of came into that central area and Mike, and he was playing with Mike too, I think at that point. I remember that, yeah, you, you did have a, they started hitting you on some long balls and started getting you some more space up the field and whatnot. I remember, I think the goal, the first goal you scored from the run of play that year was actually one, what I thought was one of your best goals was, um, was at Real Salt Lake. Do you remember that volley that was sort of yeah, clipped like from across uh, Justin Map? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think you hit it. I think it, that ball kind of went right at Nick Ramondo, but I think you hit it so hard off the volley that, whatever i think yeah. that was the first one and i think you started started scoring in bunches after that yeah, yeah probably yeah. and i think at this on this goal i was still playing i think as a wide midfielder mm -hmm. a little bit uh but uh but yeah after i think i remember the first time and maybe one of my first goal uh, playing as a lone forward it was at home and i think it was against columbus when uh, roger torres like played me a ball like from midfield and i just kind of like passed the defender and you know beat the keeper but uh, yeah it was uh, I think one of the first time okay when I score and I was like okay I can for sure uh, play again and you know I like to play as a forward you know it's kind of like I missed it a little bit and uh, you know scoring was uh, was fun especially at home when uh, 2012 came around then obviously the thing with the Bolton trial and, and you know the trade to Vancouver and whatnot um, now that we have to relive that whole thing or whatever but what do you remember about it? What do you want to say about it? What's kind of the takeaway from that? Looking back on it now, all these years, I don't know. I was I was really confused. Seriously, it was a, it was a weird moment because uh, you know going to Bolton was uh, was nice. You know, I, I went there just because they asked me to go, and uh, you know they were interested in me. But I was not really fit to do any tryout. You know, I just mm -hmm. kind of like went there, practiced with the team a little bit, and. Uh, they were in the same time trying to sign uh, Tim Rim. Um, when I went there, Tim Rim was there from New York Red Bulls. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just went there and I don't know, I, I went there, but I really enjoy our year, you know, with the union. I really wanted to keep building this team and, you know, try to make it a, a bigger run, you know, into the playoff and, uh, and kind of like keep kind of like the big, uh, you know, group we had to, to make successful. And, uh, um, I guess it was not the idea of uh, Peter and uh, and the guys. They wanted to maybe sell me, and uh, in my head I was like, no, I I like <laughs> it, you know, I like it too much here. I uh, I really enjoy my uh, my time in uh, in Philly, and even if you know, of course, money was uh, probably better in uh, in England, but uh, it was not my end game. I I really just wanted to be happy as a player, and uh, unfortunately, uh, they decided to trade me as soon as I came back, you know, and. Uh, to get you know i guess a bit of money from vancouver wanted me and well was that the sense that you got that they were that they were just trying to turn a profit on a transfer fee or something like that did your relationship with peter change that that off season i mean did you was it any different i mean it was uh it was just weird because uh like they didn't tell me anything they told me no don't come to the physicals and i was like listen i have to do my physicals anyway so i'm coming you know so now we have to hear from Bolton again but I'm like yeah it doesn't matter to me like I'm, I don't want to go so um, maybe I guess he took it the wrong way and uh, was mad about that and maybe he wanted to train me I have no idea like I didn't really know what happened in his head and 
it was just yeah it was just kind of like uh, very very weird and unfortunately you know they trained me and I had to go you know I cannot uh, you know say no and uh, just uh, you know went to Vancouver and uh, and and it because I think it was you know I had just uh, one year left in my contract too which uh, I wanted to resign with the team uh, better deal knowing that you know I did well but I guess they had uh, they had other plan for me well and with the f rules in MLS the way they are it's not like you know, it's not like a player who's on the final year of their contract is going to be a threat of walking anyway because there was no free agency back then. No, he was and not. And you would have had to gone through, you know, if, if you hadn't reached a deal with them, you would have had to gone through the re-entry or whatever the hell they had. I don't know. I mean, I asked them to resign a new deal with them so I can stay here a long time. Maybe they were scared of me being, a, you know, a free agent to go to uh, Europe, you know, because I kind of live for free. And they may have wanted to sell oh, me. Oh, that's you true. Know. You could have just went out, yeah. outside of the league. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I told them, I uh, I told them that no, it's not what I want. I want to resign with you guys. But uh, I guess uh, you believe like I'm going to, uh, I say, uh, betray you, and which is not who I am. And uh, I guess uh, you know they just. Uh, cut it short with me and trade me right away so vancouver and new york in 2012 then uh, before you ended up back here what do you what do you remember from your time uh, with those two teams i mean it was uh, it was different for sure um, coming to vancouver was uh, was new canada it's a uh, you know, different life but vancouver is a beautiful city if anybody can go there uh, in vacation it's uh, it's <laughs> very very nice um but uh, it was just weird because like like I say in my head I was projecting myself to be with the union I wanted to be and get traded you know it mm -hmm. takes time to you know go back to a new team and new group new coaches so yeah. I uh, I think I did you know I did pretty well and it was uh, it was fun like the group of guys were uh, were very good and we are I think having a good season and the same from uh, from nowhere I got traded uh, when I was in Chicago for the, the game with the team and they traded me to New York which uh, like the same I uh, guess didn't really understand why they get to know the way, but uh, so I got traded and um, and after that uh, going to New York was uh, was great too. I mean, it was uh, playing for me with uh, Thierry Henry was one of my idols uh, mm -hmm. when I was a kid, following all around, and uh, it was a great team too. We had a I think good team to win the MLS Cup, and unfortunately we uh, we didn't. And you know, kind of being there for four months, it's hard. You know, you you don't really know where you fit in. The team is already. Uh, kind of made and you know the coach play you different position and you know it's kind of hard and in the same time too like I'm at the end of my contract uh, at the end of the year and in my head I'm kind of want to go back to the union yeah. seeing that how not very good they are this year without me yeah. so a lot of things happen happen in my head and uh try to you know stay focused of course with the uh, with the red bulls but uh, it's did, uh, did you keep it was did you pay attention to what was going on in philly like did you keep an eye on what was going on with the wins and losses in peter's situation and oh yeah he was of eventually course, yeah. fired yeah oh you yeah, know i do i did, <laughs> I did a lot and always <laughs> my friends send me text messages i'm like please come back you know and i'm yeah. like listen i i would love to but uh it's uh it's hard you know so um so yeah I, I saw that and i was like okay let's see uh let's see what happened but uh yeah it was just a, a weird a weird year for me to kind of go to two teams and even three teams because i start with the union go straight to vancouver and finish in new york and uh but uh but yeah i learned a lot i think i learned a lot about uh about myself too exactly what i wanted and uh, and what type of player i am too so playing to different systems and different coaches so it was a good um, good learning year but uh you know, I wish uh, I would have not uh, got traded and stay uh, stay with the union. What uh, what was Thierry Henry like as a teammate? 
it was great i uh, i was surprised like uh, you know i didn't know him i just you know probably like all of you just see him playing with arsenal barcelona do you have like do you have a magic let me ask you a dumb question do you have a magical connection with like when you see another guy in mls who's french or speaks the same language is there like a automatic connect there I mean, no, not really. Just uh, you know, he's, he's just a good person, I, and I was uh, very amazed about how he you know handled himself, and you know, he was always uh, try to help every you know young uh, guys to to be better, and you know, he was a good leader. Of course, you know, he has a you know his aura and his uh, you know I think a character who make him be who he is as a great uh, you know soccer player, but. Uh, I remember just practicing with him uh, as soon as he wants to turn it on. Uh, nobody can beat him. You know, he was uh, he was amazing to play with and against. But uh, I, I think you prefer to have him on your team than, uh, than against you, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, but he was a great guy. Yeah, I had a, had a great time. And he always, you know, put the team first with, uh, you know, for uh, lots of famous, you know, players who play in Europe and come back. The, some of them doesn't really... Uh, act the way they should but he was i think uh, great for uh, yeah. for the league and uh, i guess he really put the red bulls uh, on the map you know with his performances and how i think he was uh, you know being in the locker room with everybody 2013 then when you came back to philly um how did that start did you reach out to them did john hackworth call you what was the the connection there and how did you get the ball rolling on that um i mean i i've definitely uh, contacted you know i've my agent contacted uh, you know, Nick and uh, tell them that, you know, I, I would love to come back. Um, but, uh, you know, we need to find a way because New York Red Bulls uh, offer me a benefit contract, which uh, it was pretty much just to keep my right. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, talking with John too, John uh, was uh, was very in favor for me to come back, which uh, which was nice and I wanted to come back too. So uh, luckily, like after a few, uh, few weeks of uh, negotiation and talking with the uh, Red Bulls to kind of like trade in me, we... We find a way to uh, to make me come back, and it was a it was a great day when uh, when I got the news uh, at the end of uh, I think it was uh, end of November or something. I remember I got it, but uh, yeah, it was uh, I was it was a very happy moment for me to be able to to come back and uh, kind of like try to restart. I think a a good uh, team for uh, for us that year. Um, I think to this day that 2013 team still has the most wins out of any union team i think 12 wins as i mean in 2011 i think you guys were 11 wins whatever losses but a lot of draws also and that's and it was a strong defense with carlos and danny and, and shane and, and uh well, i guess jordan and then gabe farfan played left back that year but the the 2013 team had some firepower you know you guys were playing with two strikers i i seem to remember though you played a lot of right right wing for a hack that year you had three goals that year but 12 assists yeah um, yeah i did what, yeah what do you remember about about that 2013 season i mean it was uh yeah i didn't score as much as maybe uh people respect me too but uh but the same i was just so happy to come back um i just wanted to like yeah go back to uh being a winning team and whoever i can you know help and uh you know, play. I'm just happy to be on the field and you know, give 100. percent So, yeah, I did uh, I did 12 assists. It was uh, my high, I think, in uh, in assists this year. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was just I think yeah, important uh, thing for me to to kind of like you know show that yeah, I can score goals, but I can do assists too. You know, it's not like uh, I'm not just a one-time player. So uh, I play a lot, yes, on the on the right, and sometimes you know I was on the bench too and everything, but. I'd always uh, try to keep my uh, good attitude and, you know, help the team the best I can. So what happened with that team? Because you're winning early. You're right on the cusp of the playoffs the whole time. 
Um, and then just just fell short at the end. He had a lot of wins, but just just fell short of the playoffs. Yeah, it was. I think we were very inconsistent. You know, it was like uh, winning and after you know losing or. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's. I don't have a big. I just remember that uh, the fact that you know, um, John, you know, like uh, kind of got uh, got fired, and you know, we had like the you know Jim coming in, and uh, so it was just yeah, a weird. Uh, well, that was a year after. Right? Yeah, after Cause, cause, yeah, yeah. Because John did he did the whole 2013 yeah. season. Yeah, he did half of 2013. Yeah. yeah, but it was just yeah, it was a uh, kind of like uh, different, you know. Uh, I don't know mix of like the players stuff like that and uh, yeah it was it was uh, it was a bit uh, a weird season I don't have really a, a good remember of, of this season because it, I guess it went so fast and it, like you say it was just like good win and bad game and you know good another good and bad so it was like uh, we are not very consistent this year and I think that's what we are missing uh, to kind of be a, a good team yeah um, so I don't want to keep you here for forever so I'm going to kind of clump of a couple things together here. Uh, 2014 um you had a really good 2014 12 goals um that year uh, but like we were just saying hack started the um first half of the season he was fired jim comes in again turnover there um you had some strong additions in the midfield that year uh, vince came in uh maurice came in um the defense i think they were trying to sort of cobble it together as they went i know aaron went back and played center back a little bit Amobi was playing center back i think Ray was probably on the left as a right-footed guy, and Shannon was, was still on the right. Um, it's, again, it seemed like there was some inconsistency there, but you yourself had a good year individually that year. Yeah, I mean, it just, uh, I think it worked well with, uh, like you said, like me and, and like Connor, you know, Casey playing forward. Like, I enjoy, you know, playing like around him, like I used to play around Ayrondo Moreno or uh, kind of type of player like this. I We, I think, connected pretty well, and... Uh, but what happened yes, this year, uh, it was kind of like we never really had always the same team playing. It was always like different switch and different player playing different position. And uh, our defense yeah, was always like remodeled. And uh, we kind of yeah changed a lot of lineups. And, uh, and I think was Jack a, was traded too, like not long. Yeah, Jack season, was traded. And Andrew so. Wenger came in. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a bit di- different time pretty much every weekend. And when we kind of like got a good uh, thing going on, it's pretty much after when Jim came in and we have like a, a type of, you know, I would say more older player on the field, you know, because I think we were kind of a young lineup uh, at the beginning of the year. And um, we, you know, had a good run after in Open Cup too, which helped, you know, to kind of like put the team together and we played for, uh, for a trophy, which was uh, kind of uh, nice for us since we didn't do it since a long time. Yeah. What um what do you remember about the, but well, both of the Open Cup finals, 2014 and 2015? I mean, both are heartbreaking. Um, like the 20, 2014 one was, uh, I think we we really like play a very good team of Seattle. You know, they're a very good player. Um, we they had a lot of good depth that year. I remember them bringing the, Clint, a good Clint bench, Dempsey yes. off the bench, I think, in that game. Yeah. yeah, they just had a lot of... I mean, they, they, they fought hard. They, they play really like, I think, the game plan they had in their head. And uh, like really, like we, I think we play, we play hard too. We score first. I think we did uh, again and... Uh, like my image always have this game it's uh you know vincent hitting the post at the last uh, minute of the game and uh i really thought it was going to go in and i was like damn it's not <laughs> happening so well yeah. that ball I re- yeah i remember that I, I remember it like it like it was yesterday that ball kind of bounced up and it, it was like to me i mean it looked like it was like in that height where you don't know if you're going to go down with your head but if you're leaping off the ground to try to 
And it looked like it was just sort of in that middle area there where he just kind of hooked it because he had to come up off the ground to even reach it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think like this game and this action, I think everybody, everybody gave, you know, 200% this game. I remember I was exhausted. I had never been to a game. Like uh, everybody like really like bust his ass off, like uh, work out and we just fall short. You know, it was, uh, it was really, really big. And going back up to the next year, I don't know. I really thought we had it. Like I, uh, you know, I scored the first goal. It was amazing. Like I think one of my best feeling, like scoring a goal in a PPL park, and probably one of the best passes too I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was it was a great pass from Vincent. <laughs> it's good because we work on this since a long, long time, and I'm great. He, he pay off like uh, in the <laughs> final, so yeah, he did he did a great pass. But um, yeah, I thought really we we had it. We are like all concentrated and you know falling short on the PK. You know, it's like a fifty-fifty, but. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was hard. Like I remember, I, I cried after I we lost this one because I was uh, yeah very disappointed that uh, we didn't bring you know the first uh, cup to the team. What was it like in the locker room after those games? It's not fun. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's you know it's it's hard. Like yeah. there's no nothing you can say. You know, it's it's a final. Like final, it's uh, who wants it more sometimes, and sometimes you got you know lucky or not lucky and. Uh, it's yeah there's not really much you can say no to, and i hated help. i mean honestly i hated doing those uh two post games you know as a reporter because it's like you know they just lost in pks in heartbreaking fashion like what the hell am i gonna ask him or say to him like at that point you kind of just like you know the human being and you just wants to leave you guys at the hell alone to like do whatever you know but i remember they did mixo and i think that night and they brought mike lahoot out to talk to us and um a couple other guys or whatever but yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, especially being on the home home field for both of them, you know. Yeah, and it's not like we we really miss. I think both of the final, we we play we play hard. We really like play with passion and they were having, great games. Having, they really were great games. Having yeah, yeah having yeah. you know full stadium or the fine behind us, like it's it just I think what hurts the most because we really wanted to uh, to do it for the fans and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not like we miss completely our game and lost you know five zero and nobody show up. Right, you know, it's, right, uh, right. It's it's hard to get yeah, to look back after that when when you lose the final for sure. Regular season 2015, 2016, um, and then ultimately up until the trade. Um, what do you what do you remember about about that? I mean, twenty fifteen. I felt like you were be- you know twenty fifteen sixteen. I felt like you were in and out of the starting lineup, right? Because weren't you? Didn't you have some more games where you started coming off the bench then? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I did few like this, but like the same. I tried to you know always uh, be a good leader in the locker room, lead by example, and never you know complain or have an attitude or anything. So I just walk out, and you know, hopefully when the coach needed me, uh, I was ready to to play. And you know, you always want to start and always want to you know to play the most of the game. You know, I'm always a competitor, so. Of course, you know, it's uh, it's hard when you're on the bench, but at the end, you try to make the, the best for the team uh, and, you know, help uh, the guys who, who play. So, um, yeah, and after that, you know, I think we I think we had, we had a good group, you know, like the 216. You know, everybody, like, uh, brings something. Everybody, like, uh, when they play, they always, uh, you know, help the team to, to win a good result. And I think we were pretty good before I got traded. We, we were, like, I think third in the league, and we were on a good roll. Like, we had a, like a very, very good team chemistry. Maybe we are not, you know, the the most talented group you know with the best uh, famous player but i think we play well as a team and uh, i mean vincent you know like living was a was a bit uh, you know hard fasting for lots of guys and uh, and after uh, you know we kind of keep uh, winning and you know me leaving i was uh, you know it, it was hard because i think we we had a good uh, chemistry between all the young guys and you know myself tranquilo you know like uh, 
um, all the the older guys BC who were like you know we are I think having a, a good uh, a good year and when they trained me I don't know he, he kind of went down and uh, you know I was not here anymore with them but uh, yeah it was hard to watch that uh, all the hard work I think we put during the two half of the season the two third of the season was uh, kind of like went down and you know they qualified like in the playoff at the last place but you know got out quickly uh, yeah, yeah. By, uh, by Toronto so yeah I, I watched it and it was a uh, yeah, it was it was hard for me to kind of see them uh, melt down uh, at the end, you know. Yeah, what um, what was it like in Colorado playing for Pablo was still there at the time, mm-hmm. right? What was it like playing uh, in Colorado with Pablo, and then um, and then for Benny Olson in in DC. I mean, he, Pablo was uh, was great. I uh, I had a great uh, great time over there, you know, playing with you know Tim Howard and you know lots of uh, very good guys. It was it was a very good uh, good team, I would say, like chemistry and. There was no no real like uh, I would say star in Colorado. Everybody worked hard, and I think that's why they had a, a great year. There were no real egos. No, there. no, it was it was it was I think a great uh, great team spirit. When I came in right away, I, I felt uh, I felt good. So it was uh, it was nice to to be there, and uh, you know, luckily it's another great city uh, I lived in. You know, so it was uh, it was nice, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we like the same. We we had a great end of the season, and unfortunately we. We lost against Seattle in a in a playoff, but uh, we were right here. You know, it was, uh, it yeah. was something missing, but it was yeah, it was a great appearance, and I have the chance to, you know, start uh, you know the game uh, in a, in a playoff and uh, and try to contribute. So um, it was uh, it was nice, yeah. Um, all right, I have some random questions then that don't have anything to do with the specific years. Um, you got into the fifty fifty club with fifty goals and fifty assists, um, and I, I don't think. I mean, my opinion was that I don't, I don't think people really realize how exclusive that club is. I mean, you're talking about guys like Landon Donovan, Steve Ralston, I want to say Jaime Moreno's in that, and even, even you know, contemporary, um, you know, guys who are still playing like Diego Valeri, um, Federico Higuain, I think are also in there. Um, so, I mean, what does that mean to you to just be part of that group of guys? I mean, I'm, I'm proud. It's a, it's a big achievement for me, for sure. Um, it just. I think proof to not just me, but uh, lots of people who don't know me or know who I am uh, that uh, I can score goals and, you know, I can do assists too. You know, it's not just, uh, it's not, I think, easy uh, to do both. And because sometimes, you know, people are just goal scorer and they don't really like think of passing, but I'm always uh, trying to, you know, put my teammates in the best way possible if I can score. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just proud of that. And, you know, like you say, I don't think... Uh, it was not such a big deal for uh, for maybe uh, the MLS website or you know I didn't have a lot of credit about it, but uh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, because yeah. I'm you know I, like I said to people I'm just Sebastian Letou and you know I'm pretty quiet, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure if he was a a big player, big name, uh, it was going to be more uh, a big deal. But it's okay with me. Uh, I did it, and uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, now I'm, so I'm your, proud of your it. name is in that same list with all those guys, you know. Oh yeah, no, it it is. But I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, you know, when uh, you try to sell something to somebody, it's uh, you know always uh, you know easier to to talk more about it. But uh, I, I'm I'm proud of uh, what I did, and yeah, I can just say uh, I'm a part of this club, and uh, it's uh, it's great. I uh, well, that's I what we do. That's what we do in the media, anyway. You know, we just make up numbers or like platforms and just kind of say this is important or that's not important or whatever. But fifty is like a nice round number, you know. I know it is, yeah. But I remember like the first time. So when it happened, people asked me the question, and I was like, "Listen, I'm, I'm be, you know I'm not Landon Donovan, and uh, <laughs> I just like if I was, maybe people would make a bigger deal out of it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just Sebastian the two and." Uh, it will kind of go between, you know, the 
the the radar and uh, but uh, yeah it's uh, it's great I'm I'm very proud to be associated with all those great players and uh, and uh, yeah it was a, a big achievement for me to to be able to do that um as far as criticisms of your game Seba um I I wrote down four and you tell me if this is uh if this is fair or not or if this is accurate um things that like we kind of grumbled about in the press box or whatever the hell even though most of us didn't play the game or some people didn't know what the hell they were talking about but we won't we won't name those people <laughs> um first touch um sometimes it would escape you uh corner kicks sometimes cooking them too short or too hard um uh, winning the ball in the air i don't think you scored many goals with your head did you no and um i i wrote down also sometimes maybe not finding the game initially initially like kind of sort of floating around a little bit before popping up with a big goal or a big assist or something like that those were the four that i wrote down is that fair yeah i mean you know we can talk about all of them but uh <laughs> yeah i mean i i know i'm not uh you know the best player or perfect player because if i was i would definitely uh playing bigger club and bigger mm. teams but you'd uh, be in the 100 and 100 club i really, uh, yeah. you know i always try to to progress at the position i play and like you said i play a lot of position mm-hmm. uh, i started as a right back as a professional i came to a forward here yeah. and uh, yeah. i play on the left i play on the right <laughs> i play in the middle i play as a all-on forward as a you know second forward uh, lots of different position i always play sometimes as a right back still again sometimes so i swear that there um, was a game that you i I do want to say there was like an open cup game where i think like carlos valdez got ejected or something and peter got tossed out too where i swear to god like i think he went back and played right back maybe yeah i I must have it was uh, one of those games down in like the little soccer plex in boyd's maryland yeah yeah. but no definitely you know i can uh of course, yeah, do uh, for sure uh, better corner kicks. But, you know, sometimes uh, I would say for corner kicks, it's, you know, the ball has a lot of to do with, you know, and I yeah, think, uh, yeah. you know, the the hair, you know, like when it's too humid or too cold, like mm-hmm. it, it floats mm-hmm. differently. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's really a feeling about, you know, when you do a good one or stuff, it's uh, it's weird. But, uh, you know, I definitely like miss a lot of corner kicks, but uh, I did lots of good ones too, and we score on lots of good ones too, so... Yeah, I totally agree with that. My first touch, yeah, definitely too. I always, you know, try to make something happen. And sometimes, you know, I miss a lot of uh, my first touch, you know, and my headers, definitely I'm with you with that. I don't like going in the air. I like the ball on the feet, on the ground. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that was always your game. You know, yeah. my uh, the header, of course, I'm tall, but it's never been a part of my game. Uh, I that, never, was always, that was always uh, Connor, Connor Casey's game you know yeah, I mean, or, or you know, cj's game or yeah whatever. i mean people are great at this but uh, i'm not very good at you know using my body to you know wrestle people or mm-hmm. i'm not i don't really i think read very well the trajectory of the ball it's maybe <laughs> one of my uh <laughs> of my weakness too but uh, but i knew about it that's why like you never really saw me uh, jump for it because i knew that i'm very not a chance win besides the goal i score uh you know, at the link, uh, oh, my yeah, first well, goal was well, my your, header. Your very first goal was a header. Exactly. Was yeah, so and, go uh, figure. But, but yeah, it was a uh, very lucky, I think, uh, time <laughs> for me. And uh, But it was, yeah, I remember Ziggy uh, Schmidt in cell was always like making fun of me because I was not uh, good with my head. I was like, yeah, you're right. But And when I scored my first goal with my head, I was like, oh, I guess Ziggy uh, was probably watching. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm not very good uh, in the air. And I never really like to fight the ball in the air because... I always like it to kind of watch, see the game, and when I receive the ball, I know what to do with the, with the ball. So, but yeah, no, I agree. That's a different point. And like, 
you know, while I was floating around, like you say, uh, with uh, you know the ball or trying to make something happen, it's just because when you don't touch the ball for a long time, you always want to come back and uh, and make something happen. But uh, yeah, it's maybe not. Uh, I'm not really like a, a number ten or uh, something like this. I just like to uh, to kind of like take the space and uh, and run off people. How many? Um, do you remember how many goals you scored with your left? Not a lot. No, <laughs> I don't no. know. I I scored a few for sure. Um, but uh, I don't think I did a lot. No. No. Did you take a lot of shots with your left foot? Not really. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, it's funny, too, because you look at like a guy like you mentioned, Justin Mapp earlier, and we joke about how he never had a right foot either. Like His right foot was just good for standing on, but <laughs> didn't make him any less of a player. I mean, you know, like if, if even, even one foot, you find one footed guys everywhere. I mean, who's that guy for um, Portugal who only uses like the outside of his right foot? Um, Quaresma. Quaresma, mm -hmm. yeah. Like it doesn't affect him, right? I mean, he's playing for like Besiktas and stuff like that, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, most important thing when you're a player, you should know really what what are you good at and make sure you're yeah. perfect at it. And mm -hmm. of course, your weaknesses you can always progress it. But uh, you know, more the time goes by and you get older, it's always harder to to get better, you know, because you you always uh, do the thing you do the best. So um, yeah, I mean, I was lucky to to have different things in my games that I can uh, take and. You know, he didn't uh, work too bad for me, so I'm okay. <laughs> it sure didn't. Um, I want to ask you a question. I asked Ryan Richter um, when he retired. I guess this would be applicable to anybody who plays anything or does anything. But um, something. What's what is something? It can be one thing or multiple things that we, the media, um, or the fan base, doesn't. Uh, doesn't understand or doesn't spend enough time talking about um, was there anything that as a player um, you said you know god I wish people spent more time talking about this so they had an understanding about about this um, I mean I feel like uh, sometimes you know like of course here you are really focused about the stats and the shoot and you know but uh, but for me like uh, a, a good team like you, you need players who always do the small things and uh but they do it well you know and when you have somebody who always cover for uh, for you you know when you lose a ball or you know somebody got uh eliminated or like you know li little pass who don't feel like it make a big difference but uh mm -hmm. you really like help to make the next play even better you know like just kind of po uh, pointing out like the small things that might not end up on a stat sheet or like you know exactly, this, this recovery yeah. run that this guy does or something yes. that contributes to it. yeah exactly yeah. or like always uh you know um make it like uh, the, the perfect pass you know can somebody can handle it like perfectly it's uh some people talk about it sometimes but uh but it, it got like very rare uh in I would say in the speaking of anybody, you know, when you talk about uh, soccer, it just was, I, I used to be a player like that who always wanted to, you know, set up the perfect thing for everybody, but, or, you know, like you say, uh, recover a run or, you know, work out for somebody who, who loses it, like little thing like this who doesn't uh, get noticed that much sometimes. And uh, I think it's what uh, make, you know, the good chemistry between the players because you need like player like that who, who knows how to always uh, 
make uh, you know the good play the right play at the at the right time which sometimes is a small thing but uh, yeah. it can really help a team well why so so why do you think that is that is that just a product of us of you know as a country we always like to focus on the fancy see, see i've always had this problem is like i'd play on weekends you know as i grew up playing the game but i play on weekends as like a center back you know and like i always felt like when it came time to talk about whatever they're going to talk about on mlssoccer.com it was always like you guys it was always the forwards you mm-hmm. know it's always the goal scorers the assist providers or stuff but you know, if uh, Danny Califf goes in and makes like a great recovery run and a slide tackle or something like that, you know, that was never going to get talked about yeah, as course, much as much. the guy who scores a goal or whatever. So is it, is, are we just conditioned to, you know, highlight real kind of things and, and flashiness and statistics and things like that? No, I mean, uh, you know, everybody does it. It's not uh, it's not just here. You know, I think everybody does it. But uh, when I think you you speak with more people, People now, especially now, you know, there's more and more growth into the sport and people know more what they are talking about and they know more players. So they can say, oh, he's uh, not the same than he was, you know, last season. Right, you know, something right. changed about his game. So um, so there's, I would say, deeper discussion now in, uh, in soccer. It's not just about, oh, he scores this goal, and uh, but he missed this one, you know. So uh, when you talk now about, uh, I think, a team and uh, how team, you know, I say like uh, do well or doesn't do well you have more things to talk about not just the forward not scoring but you can talk about the goalkeeper you can talk about the defense and uh, so I think uh, you have more tools now and there's more knowledge I think about the sport from everybody who now watch it more you know so which was in the past maybe not uh, not the case yeah is it was that something that you guys talked about internally I mean be it like the fans or the media or some radio host or some TV guy or somebody at MLSsoccer.com would you say to yourself like oh this you know this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about or this guy does know what he's talking about I mean did you make that delineation between different people in the fans and media I mean yeah sometimes I mean if you you know always you know we watch games not just our games but when we watch you know uh, let's say uh, an international or the US game or so like and we can tell oh yeah this one you know, this guy know what he's talking about. This guy about. knows what he's talking about. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And this one about. is yeah. making shit up pretty much, <laughs> you know. It's, it's just, you know, it's it's hard to to know. But uh, because when you are not really inside uh, the team for a long time, you, how can you know? You know yeah. How can you know? Even like me, sometimes I'm like, uh, when I was not playing for with the union, I, I knew a few person, but I was like, oh, what's going on? Like, yeah. I, you don't really know. There's always yeah. like, outside stuff happening that unless nobody you're knows sitting about. in that locker room and and um john hackworth saying specifically okay we know we want to we want to put danny cruz on the left here because we think he's a good matchup against wells thompson who is not a natural right back or something like that i mean we, yeah well, from the outside we can speculate on all that stuff but yeah. nobody really knows what the hell the game plan is what anybody's trying to do unless you're in there yeah of course but uh so it just yeah we we are like ah <laughs> oh, okay this guy again like trying to <laughs> try to understand but you know sometimes you, you got it right too you know you know you can see uh, when you have like obvious uh, mm. stuff to talk about but uh it just uh yeah i mean we are like everybody like sometimes you know we uh, we don't really care too you know we're like boy he's saying that he's saying that but it's not going to change anything for us yeah sure all right just a couple more for you then um what did, what did you make just in a broad sense um of the media coverage of the team in general obviously the union is smaller in philadelphia than the other sports and smaller in other markets too you know i mean i'm sure when you were in well, you were in Seattle early, but I mean, you see how popular the Sounders are in 
in Seattle now compared to say the Mariners or whatever. But I mean, here it's always been the the four for four, you know, the Phillies and the Flyers and the Eagles and whatever the hell, you know. And we in the media battled with that all the time because we're fighting for respect for the sport that we cover with our colleagues and coworkers and our editors and bosses and stuff like that. So from a player's perspective, when you looked at how you guys were treated, how the union were treated, or the amount of media you did, or the coverage that you got, what was your sense of the whole thing? I mean, yeah, it's hard to compete uh, when you have uh, already like four big teams with a big history in a, in a city. You know, the Phillies, the Eagles, the Flyers, and the, and the Sixers are uh, you know big franchise. You know, they now the Eagles uh, you know got their title too. So it just uh, it just it just kind of hard to compete, especially like we are not playing downtown too. I think it's a it's a hard hard thing to kind of deal with. But uh, you know, I think it, it just take time, and hopefully, I think by the the first uh, big uh, you know title uh, i hope the union will win it will uh, you know change uh, change the mentality of people about uh, about the union but i feel it grows it just i think people got disappointed about the result which is normal but uh, you know it, it takes time and there is more and more team coming to the league and uh, it's going to, to be a bit uh, different but uh, i think if the team uh, start winning more and uh, having more exciting stuff coming from uh, from the result uh, I think the, the people will uh, be more connected and maybe the media will come more to, to watch a game, but there's so much to do uh, around oh, uh, on other sports. It's uh, it's a bit, I think, difficult for soccer to kind of like uh, move forward. But uh, yeah, Seattle got a, a great, uh, I would say, uh, fan base and good following mm -hmm. because too, there is, yeah, there's Mariners and the Seahawks, but there's no hockey. Yeah. The Sonics left. So yeah, there's, there's no two, NBA. There's, yeah. two, there's yeah. two team, you know, yeah. out. And uh, I was there when the, it was the last year of the Sonics, and uh, yeah, people got uh, got disappointed. But uh, uh, attendance on the game were not uh, not that great. But yeah. uh, but the same because the Sonics never really play as downtown as uh, downtown where the stadiums are. You know? Okay. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, it just it just easier I think for the Sounders, and I think they did. Uh, a great job too, you know, marketing and everything, and 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 the team did well right away, and uh, playing in a big stadium and being downtown, and you know, in the Pacific Northwest, soccer it's uh, it's huge. So well, uh, um, yeah, I mean, winning cures everything, you know. I mean, like you you've been course. you've been around here long enough to understand like what the Philadelphia sports fan is like. You guys could go out and lose a game, and it's this guy sucks and that guy sucks, and fire the coach and fire the mm -hmm. general manager, and this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But then you guys win two games. And it's like, oh, they're going to MLS Cup, mm -hmm. you know. So I mean, is that not it? It's like you know, once a team rips off a few wins or starts to starts to turn around, people will come back around. Yeah? I mean, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. So hopefully, you know, the, the team is going to keep winning as they're doing right now, and uh, you know, more people will be interested in uh, in coming and you know, following the team and becoming a fan. Uh, just let's wrap it up with some rapid fire stuff here. Just some quick ones I wrote down, and um, we'll see what you have to say to these. Your favorite goal, um, Union goal. Uh, mine was the Houston goal. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It was on my top five. This one, it was a, a great uh, technical ability for me. And uh, well, ironically, that was the best first touch I ever saw you. Yeah, because make, it was make as, ever. But I will say, all my first touch, like uh, where it was bad, it was because I was always back to the goal with the defender behind, behind me, which I was not a big fan of. But when I'm like forward to the goal, I knew like what to do. But uh, well, and you can put in your first touch, you can push into space too. Mm -hmm, yeah. Exactly. Like the first touch on the goal that we're talking about, the DC goal, where yeah. Ali plays that ball around. It's easy just to hit that into the yardage before you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, my favorite one. It's uh, it's hard. Um, I 
I will have said the one of the Open Cup if we'll have won, but mm -hmm. we didn't win, so it's not my favorite one. Well, was that just, so, so why that one? Just because the meaning of it, just the stage, the, the stakes the stage, were higher? Yes, and just like, you know, the atmosphere too in the stadium, it was, it was very electric. Like, it was, wasn't sky, it? Yeah. it was It was amazing. And so. that stadium wasn't full that night. It was close. It was close, but I see, my theory was always like, because it was like a weeknight mm -hmm. and a lot of people didn't understand what the hell the open cup was. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. They still don't understand what it was, but what that resulted in was it was only really diehards mm. there who like really followed the team and really understood how important it was. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a weird one, but, uh, I have to say, I mean, it's not just, uh, it's not just one goal, but just, yeah, the trick I, I had my first game here was, a. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like three goals in one, but uh, <laughs> it, it was just yeah, it was just amazing to uh, to be at the link, you know, be in this uh, great stadium and scoring after a minute and after have yeah. a, the winning goal on the free kick. And I wasn't even in the stadium when you scored that first. <laughs> do you remember Joe Biden? Yeah, 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 Joe yeah, Biden? yeah. yeah. So the security lines were so. I know. Yeah, so I heard I lots of people were uh, complaining to me. It's like, damn it, you score too fast. And I'm sorry, guys. Um, your favorite assist? Mine was. Um, uh, it's actually a, it was actually a secondary for you, and it's one of my favorite Union goals of all time. Actually, it was the 2015 U.S. Open Cup. It was in New York. Mm -hmm. It was after Connor got a red card, like yes. a cheap red card, and Vince uh, started this counterattack mm -hmm. way way deep in his own half, clipped it to you, and you had that sort of outside of the right foot that yeah. got back to him. That was my favorite one. Yeah, it was it was a good one, but it was, you know it's not a nasty because after he's been sent to pass to Ayuk to score the goal but well, uh, I mean, so, so but it's you know, yeah it's counted but do you guys, so let me ask you do you guys care about the secondary no like no of course yeah I mean I, I always love to be involved in a in a run of play of something you know we uh, mm -hmm. we score a goal from for sure uh, my favorite assist uh I don't know like like say like uh, it's I, easier to remember I, the goals of yeah the definitely <laughs> um I Favorite assist. Um, I also don't know I why, don't, they don't, why don't, we still don't have a category for primary and secondary yeah, assists. I mean, that's a big indicator when you're talking about like playmakers and stuff like that. Because you can, you know, I remember Ken Tribbett got an assist a couple years ago for just lumping a ball mm -hmm. like 50 yards forward, and somebody yeah. knocked it down. But he played the first ball, so he <laughs> got like an assist from inside his own half or whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, my favorite assist, I don't know. Um, like the one I've on my head right now, it's the uh, one I did for uh, Antoine Opno against New York Red Bulls. Um, I just got the ball and, you know, run uh, all the way down and just, like, cut it back to him. It was just, like, uh, mm. not a tap-in, but he had a good finish and uh, okay. a score. But uh, um, I kind of like, even if, like, I don't think he got count on an assist, but uh, the one I did uh, for the against the Seattle game, um, the first game at home, uh, first opener, uh, at the PPL Park, when I uh, with on the three one, I'm like have the breakaway, but I just you know give it to Danny Mwanga, yeah. who shot but got counter and after score, uh, but yeah. it was not an assist. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, for me, it was a uh, it was on a you know the first game too. And then I and I got the one on Fred uh, when he scores the equalizer as a second uh, two one, you know, mm. uh, against Seattle too. Oh so yeah, I right, got right, right. And, uh, and he had a great finish too. So. My um my favorite celebration was the flash mob. <laughs> um, was that yours or did you have something else? Uh, um, it's okay. Yeah, it was a good one. I think it was the most. Uh, how you say? Uh, 
was that like, just a product of that commercial being everywhere yeah no it was TV? it was just kind of like a little bet I had with my uh, roommates and uh, kind of like as I went with together and because every time he was coming on TV I was always jumping the couch and doing it just for, <laughs> for fun and uh, and I was like oh you should do that when you score I was like ah, I don't know you know <laughs> like I say okay maybe but I say okay I do it if we are winning by two goals and I score the second goal and you know we're okay, already, uh, already, we're already at two zero so yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully we win the game you know and I don't uh, put a fool of myself and uh, and we score uh, I score the two first goal against DC and it's two zero after twenty minutes and I'm like damn it I have to do it. <laughs> and they come back at 2-2 <laughs> and I'm like damn it's so bad I did it <laughs> and luckily we won 3-2 the game uh, at the end so um, yeah I, I did it because of that what was um, what do you think was the best union team that you played on best union team um, I have to s- I think like the f- I I really love the the second year team 2011 the 2011 team yeah. it was uh, I think we we had a great thing going you know we really uh, play well like the chemistry was coming up and you know running and we had a good I think uh, different type of player who really makes the, the team special and uh, and I really I really like the team uh, like the the year of uh, 2014 I think it was when uh, you know with uh, Christian Madana Vincent was here yeah Christian was there um, yeah. well because the big thing about that team was th- there were three big midfield signings mm-hmm. at the same time it was yes. Chaco and it was Vince and it was and Tranquilo uh, came uh, at the end too so yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I mean I, I, I really enjoy to play with this team because I think I just uh, love to play this team too as a player because like you say all those midfielders are the, the way I like to play you know like the vision and always uh, I'm not afraid to make a pass in the space like Justin Mapp used to do in 2011 for me or yeah. uh, Michael Farfan who, who had this vision too or Roger Torres was kind of like the three player uh, doing this or Kian you know Daniels too yeah. so he was a uh, he was kind of like the same type of uh, of player but uh, it was nice to play with him would that uh, do you think that 2011 team would have beat the 2015 team I don't know they were really two different kind of teams yeah because right? the 2011 team you had Fareed back there and I, th- I, think we, and I think I think we had a maybe better defense in 2011 you know more experience mm-hmm. but maybe in 2014 the offense was better uh, more like yeah. power you know yeah. yeah so yeah it's it's tough tough to say <laughs> <laughs> um who was your favorite union teammate to play with it's hard to have so many good uh good teammates i don't know love to play with uh I love to play with Ayamano. I love to play with uh, you know Danny Mwanga offensively, like Fred, uh, Stefani. I love to play with BC, Tranquilo, Vincent, uh, Chaco, Connor, um, uh, Michael Farfan, Justin Mapp. I know I, I really I really enjoy to play with Roger Torres. I I really enjoy to play with all the all the game at teams. There's not really like one is like okay just him. You know uh, I really connection with lots uh, lots of guys uh, all the years I play and. Uh, I think that's why I was successful because I was uh, good uh, playing with everybody. You know, I don't have just uh, oh, I just like to play with him, but not with anybody else. Who was um, who was the most underrated union player who didn't get talked about enough? <sighs> underrated player, mm. or maybe didn't even see the field enough. I don't know. Uh, it's a tough question. You asked me that, like, Kev. <laughs> Uh, I just made that one up. That wasn't even I on the mean, list here. It just, I mean, <laughs> with so many players who are a very good player and, you know, um, didn't have maybe a chance to 
succeed with the union and they had a, a good you know run with somebody else uh, because they have a chance to play or maybe they were too young it's just uh, it's just hard to say uh. who is your um who's your favorite non-union teammate ah i uh uh, if I just go by team, I will say uh, in uh, in Vancouver, I I enjoy playing with uh, Davide Chumento. Yeah, because he was, uh, he was he, he was, for me as a forward, he was yeah. always looking to uh, do a great pass. He and was I, a creative player. He was yes, fun to watch. Yeah, I, I enjoyed to play with him. Um, in New York, uh, Thierry Henry, of course, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's down. Um, and uh, after in. Uh, Colorado um I I enjoy playing with uh, Kevin Doyle he was a he was a good forward to learn from you know I he different def, definitely different styles than than me but uh yeah, I he was I a play. physical guy he won a lot of stuff yeah. in the air like and he, he was a nice guy too which uh, which I appreciate too um Tim Howard was of course good yeah too in uh in Colorado and uh and DC I uh I uh yeah I enjoy playing with um with uh, Steve Birnbaum as a captain, but uh, Bobby Boswell, I enjoy to kind of like know a lot about, you know, him and his career, and you know, he, he been to a lot of, uh, lot of good times and uh, different teams too. So it was nice to to hear like from him and his experience. All right, I got two more for you, and I promise we're done. Um, if you could do a testimonial match where you know you pick the two teams and you have like you know, just sort of to honor your career, or whatever the hell. Um, what would you do? Would it be all former union teammates? Would you have ask a Seattle guy or a DC guy, or how would you, how would you go about that? Would it would it be all the guys that you just told me were your <laughs> were your favorite uh, union player to list? No, I mean like Ryan, I just talk about uh, like MLS and union, but uh, no, I, I had lots of great friends in uh, still in Seattle. Uh, like I mean, I love to play with Roger Levesque when I was in USL. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a great uh, partnership we had together and. Uh, so many like other players I play with in the USL uh, team was uh, was fun. So no, I think if I do, I will probably have a mix of uh, try to get a bunch uh, of different people involved. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what's next, Seb? I know you're doing a little bit of coaching, and um, are you staying involved? Are you doing some kind of front office something with the, with the team still? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing you know, a little bit with the with the union right now, like uh, as a type of ambassador, you know, for uh, for the team. I. I love to be uh, staying involved, not maybe in a technical part right now, but uh, just you know, be involved with the front office and uh, mm. you know, do some stuff with them. So I'm doing that right now, and uh, I'm just uh, yeah, I created my uh, private coaching too, which uh, you know, just helped me to. I just want to like help the best I can in a one-on-one -on -one session or you know, little group or uh, or teams. But uh, it's where I come from. It's where I used to do when I was a, a kid, and I know it really helped me. So. I uh, I like to do that, you know, and help um, you know all the the kids and the family who wants to, and uh, and after I'm just kind of like uh, working on the side too with uh, right now a pharmaceutical French company, uh, you know, a little bit here and there, but uh, it's uh, it just being my own boss a little bit is good. I don't <laughs> really want to jump into something too early, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like you know playing for uh, 15 years a professional. It's it's you know it takes time you you miss a lot of stuff uh you never had any weekend you never had a, a <laughs> chance to take a vacation when you want to so yeah, yeah. Uh, i kind of want to do my my own stuff right now for a little bit and uh, kind of really think about what i want to do and uh, hopefully you know i'm going to find something i really really love to do i think it might definitely be something with soccer but uh um, I'll see. I'll see what uh, what kind of like uh, brings me the time, but I need to kind of like think about it and uh, 
but right now, yeah, coaching uh, on my own, it's uh, it's what I would like to do and see how it goes. And uh, but I would have, I think, some fun doing that for sure. Well, congratulations on uh, one hell of a career, and uh, I can say from a personal standpoint, it was it was a pleasure to watch it and to um, and to write about it along the way. And um, I always appreciated too that you um, you're always very good with us in the media, um, always available and always willing to talk, even if it was you know a crappy loss or a result that you yeah. guys didn't want to talk about or whatever. And um, you know, also I know you spent a lot of time with the fans, um, signing autographs and 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 you know showing them that it was it was important you know for for you to I, I remember one story specifically I might real quick I might have said this already on the podcast but I remember there was a game I think it was 2011 I want to say where you scored a brace or something so we were hanging out in the locker room kind of waiting for you to show up or whatever and it's like 20 minutes 25 minutes a half hour something like that and I remember you walking in carrying like all sorts of shit there was like a letter a fan wrote you like a big letter there was like a skateboard or something i think and there was all these kind of like i remember looking in your locker there was all these like gifts just kind of like stuffed in there you know um but that was like the snapshot for me of the relationship with you that you had with the fan base because um they were very appreciative of what you did but you showed that to them as well yeah i mean i i always uh you know dreaming to be a, a professional soccer player when i was a kid and uh I really a chance to really enjoy every month I had here, and uh, you know, if you don't have fans, you cannot do what I was doing. So, uh, <laughs> and, nobody, I, and nobody's reading our stuff either. You yeah, know, and I know I, I was a, a fan too when I was a kid, and uh, I'm still a fan to you know different uh, teams and stuff like that. So, um, I know that when I was a kid, if somebody asked me, uh, I was asking a player for an autograph, and he didn't stop, I was always disappointed. So I always promised to myself that I will always stop if somebody asked me, and. Uh, I, uh, I try to kind of like keep my promise whenever I can. And, uh, you know, it's just, I guess, uh, who I am and how I got educated. I always uh, try to be nice to people if, uh, you know, they are nice to, to you. So it's uh, it's how I try to live my life by. Well, there you go. You never forget where you came from. And now you will be settling down in Philadelphia for the foreseeable future. Yes, I'll be here, you know, right now. And um, unless, you know, something happened. But uh, <laughs> for, for right now, I'll be in Philly and uh, I'm going to enjoy uh my time as a retired soccer player. Sebastian, thanks, man. Thank you for coming in. This was wonderful. Thanks for spending uh, an hour and uh, eight minutes with us. Um, it was a pleasure to watch you. And congratulations <laughs> Thank again you. On, a, on a great career. It's always soccer in Philadelphia, episode number 50. Special guest, Sebastian Latou. We will see you guys next time.